Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You, Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls at Work, Kathy Elster and Catherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Catherine. Hey everyone, it's Kathy Elster. And I'm Catherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office Overtime. So today we wanted to talk about um, the unspoken reasons why people don't want to go back to the office. I mean, we've heard all the usual ones, you know, they're more productive, you know, that kind of thing, and they really like it. But we're starting to hear there are some really personal reasons why people don't want to go back, and they should be taken very, very seriously. Mm -hmm. So um, there was a really good article, where was this today, by one of our favorite writers, I want to get that for you. The, uh, Gwen Morin is the author, and she is to always interview us um, uh, for all of our books. She's a really Ooh. good writer, and I can't mm-hmm. think of where this is, where this was placed. Fast Company. Mm-hmm. And it's called um, The Unspoken Reasons Employees Don't Want. Uh, don't want remote work to end. So her reasons, um, number one is she talks about um, the need to take a a nap during the day and that people are finding that they're more productive, Mm -hmm. but they don't want anyone to know that. And (laughs) I think there's a lot of truth to that, that they're hard workers, um, but and you know they may have some chronic pain, they may have some other problems, and when they take a nap, they do better. Mm-hmm. Um, another is they're in recovery, and mm-hmm. this is a big one. Catherine, you said you're hearing this a lot. I am. So a number of people. I mean, actually, I was thinking one reason could be you're in recovery. The other one is you could be deep in your addiction. But I have a well, number. Of clients, right. Yeah. I have a number of clients who have gone into recovery during the pandemic, mm-hmm. and they need a day or two. Yeah. They have meetings. They have work that they do that keeps them sober, and also the stress of commuting every single day sure. is hard when you're trying to maintain your sobriety, whatever that sobriety is. Mm -hmm. So yes, they have been asking that as a sort of stress reducer and to help them continue with their recovery. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Probably the culture too, right? If, if before you're used to going out to drinks with your coworkers or, you know, have to take clients. You have to take clients out. That's right. You work in a restaurant. I mean, there's a lot of scenarios. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one she says is, I don't want to give up my side hustle. So apparently many mm-hmm. people, um, they do their jobs completely, but the, the time that they used to spend, in some cases three hours or one hour a day commuting, they're able to take on a quick side hustle and make extra money. Mm-hmm. And for people that maybe are not making ends meet, that's a damn good reason mm-hmm. it is. why they you know don't want to go back to the office as long as they're producing. Right. Yeah. So another um, thing that I hear a lot is they They've developed a really productive exercise routine Mm -hmm. in the time that they would commute. So whether it's early in the morning or during the day, Mm -hmm. that that they couldn't do that if they were commuting and going into the office. And that has gotten them through a lot. Mm -hmm. They they feel better and they're healthier. Mm -hmm. Another thing I hear a lot, and people don't want to talk about this, Mm -hmm. is that they really liked their home-cooked meals at a reasonable hour with their family, that they feel they're healthier. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it's cheaper and they get to have a nice dinner with their family. It's a really good experience. So, and they don't want to say that to their manager. Look, I want to have dinner at six. I want yeah. to, you know, they don't want to say that because you sound like, I don't know. What do you sound like? <laughs> you sound like it's one of those old TV shows, you know, right, that right. have the dinner on the table, but I think it's real. Totally. Um, and something I heard from somebody the other day is that they really do not like their boss and do not want to sit next to her because yeah. <laughs> she complains a lot about her life. And uh, when it's on the phone, he can get off or he can stop listening. But mm, when the person sits next to you, yeah, <laughs> right. you don't have that luxury. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, and the last one is pets. Yes. Mm. Wanting to take care of pets. And actually, I know of a number of people whose pets may have health conditions that require a lot of maintenance. Yeah. And so it's much easier to be at home to be able to do that. Right. Yeah. And yeah. also the pets have gotten accustomed to it. And they absolutely. have. They don't want to upset them. Right. Go through separation anxiety. Both of them are going through separation anxiety. <laughs> I also thought of another one, which is maybe you're job searching. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, you know, maybe part of what you've realized is you don't want to necessarily go back to that job. Right. And so you need time at home to really do a calculated and thorough search. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all, all of these reasons are personal and they really are no one else's business. So mm-hmm. you can't exactly use any of them mm-hmm. to be, to the reason why you can't go back. So I think it's, I, that's why we wanted to just talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if you have the kind of manager, you can say, look, I'm in recovery. That's great. But I think most people don't. Right. And that's confidential health information mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. So how do you work around this? Yeah. yeah. It's a good question. I mean, you could in some ways say you have a, a medical condition that you're dealing with. Right. Um, but and I, you're not allowed to. They're not allowed to scrutinize that, right. really, right? So well, they're asking for medical. Uh, I believe some organizations are asking for a medical letter yeah. from your doctor. Yeah, which I they probably could get. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I think, you know, I don't want anyone to have to lie. Mm-hmm. But it, you may have to look for a different job if they insist mm-hmm. that you come back to the office. And this is the work-life balance thing. If you're, sure. you know, you learn that your life was balanced better, mm-hmm. then that's a priority for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I think there are some organizations that are saying two days a week, three days a week. Can is that an okay marriage? Sometimes yeah. it is. Sometimes you, you're willing to go into the office. There are advantages. Um, you know, there's the visual thing. It's out of sight, out of mind. But when you're being seen, this is certain organizations, not all, mm-hmm. that could benefit you. And I would say if you do have to go to the office and you don't want to, you better use it. Like make sure you're networking when right, you go. Right. Make right. sure you're having lunch and coffee with the right people mm-hmm. so that it's working for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, and this is going to sound odd, I know, but I, I'm, again, I'm thinking of someone who went into recovery and then went back to work, and that particular company requires five days a week. Mm-hmm. And honestly, going back five days a week has made it eminently clear to this person that they cannot stay there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's some value in that, in the sure. sense that it's like, I, can't, I cannot do this. Right. So now they're going to be asking for a day working from home, 
mm-hmm. a week, mm-hmm. essentially to look for a new donut. Right. <laughs> I just thought of another reason. Yeah. Um, I have this one client that lost th- three family members during COVID. Uh-huh. And the last one was recent. And um, she's really grieving. Yeah. Mm. But, her, but she was able to tell her colleagues about that, and they're working on mm-hmm. getting her... Um, you know, uh, a special, so she, you know, she doesn't have to come in very often. Sure. But that's yeah. something, that's if, you, if you don't have close colleagues, that's something you maybe don't want to share. Or if right. you have, what is it called, long COVID or the, you know. The, the long-term, yeah. Long-term mm. COVID, that could yeah. be a reason, too, that you're still You could get recovering. a medical uh, note on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting now because this was never an option. But now that many people have a taste of it, yeah, yeah, and they now understand what work-life balance is truly about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the thing you have—it's interesting because now I'm thinking from a, a cultural and interpersonal realm as well. I've heard of a number of uh, employees who they want to take the time off, but they don't want their colleagues to judge them. So they want to they want to work remotely, but they don't want to be judged for it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's an interesting kind of it's both internal and external process for you that mm-hmm. you have to decide mm-hmm. that it's important enough that you ask for this, mm-hmm. and that people will adjust. And yeah. you know, for example, if they're like, "Well, whoa, who are you? You get to you know, <laughs> right, right? You get to work at home. You can just say, look, let's just try it for a week.'" And see how it goes. And I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to meet all my obligations. You know, mm-hmm. so you have to sort of, I think if you're trying to introduce this into a culture that's not big on it, you have to just buy a few weeks at a time. Right. Test it out. Right. And prove that it works. Yeah, I think this is a big testing period. By September, we'll have a, you know, most people will be going back and we'll mm-hmm. have a much better idea of how this experiment is working out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, I don't know anyone who's required to go back five days a week. They're all part-time. Right. Uh, but it's, you know, the people that I do know that are going back are saying, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's really nice to see everyone, but it's really noisy. <laughs> uh, so, like, there's good things and there's bad things about yeah. it. It's going to be a big adjustment for everyone. Yeah. Um, so, really, to be continued. Mm-hmm. But um, I just wanted to bring these these private reasons up because I think it's important to think about that when you're judging your coworkers and yeah. when, if you're a manager and you're having to deal with this, people have personal lives. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they, they may have some really good reasons that they learned they should not be coming back to the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it could benefit everyone, honestly. Right. Yeah. I was thinking the last one that might be unspoken is if you have, um, a mood disorder and some temper management issues, it could be good for you to be away a good portion of the time. Could be good for everyone, really. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, to be a, have your own contained environment. Right. Some people probably find some coworkers tolerable now that they've been away. Well, that's right. From yeah. them. They that's have right. a way to let off steam that yes. doesn't involve hammering on other people. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's it for this My Crazy Office Overtime. Join us next time. And in the meantime, we hope that whatever your reasons, you find the right amount of returning to the office or working at home. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.